This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode here on The Mindful Experiment. I'm your host, Dr. Vic, and excited to be back um, sharing a solo with y'all. It's been a little bit. We've been sharing more of the interviews we've been having, and uh, just life's been a little on the chaotic side for us, so we were like, you know what, let's just keep pumping out the interviews, and we're going to get back to our normal routine of on one-on-one-off uh, solos and so forth. So, that being said, I hope you took advantage of Beyond the Contrast. If you have not, it's in the show notes. Take advantage of it. This is the week it's airing. Take advantage of this. It's 50 plus luminaries, amazing individuals like John Gray, John Arasaraf. Um, we have other ones on there like Joe Vitale and uh, people that are leading the way uh, when it comes to consciousness, spirituality, showing up as our best selves, and so much more. Christy, Christy uh, Whitman, who we've had on our podcast twice, um, is actually the one who's running it. And so it's all about handling the contrast of life. I can't emphasize enough. I'm there speaking also. So check it out. It's in the show notes. You can still get a, take advantage of the – it's a free event. You can still take advantage of that to listen to what there is going on and so forth. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that has been coming up, and I thought this was really critical over – you know, this is January 31st, me recording this. It's going out on the 31st. I hope it did. <laughs> but it's one of those things where you we look at life, right? We're a month in into a new year. How's the New Year's resolutions? How's those kind of things happen? It was about a week ago or two, but they kind of fall off. And it's usually around that third week. And we're looking at it now. We're at the end of the month. And for me, I wish I could hit a reset for this month. Like this month has not gone to what. Any expectation that I had, it's been the polar opposite, but that's okay, right? It's beyond the contrast. How am I looking at things? And so what I want to share with you though, and this is something with the law of attraction or using prayer or setting intentions is understanding the missing link behind it. That once you start a prayer or once you, you know, asking for God for something or you're asking for the universe or Jesus or Buddha or Krishna or Allah or Ra or Tao or whoever that is, the label doesn't matter. But whatever that is you're asking for, you're coming from a place that you're not, as soon as you start, you've already have broken the cord or the energeticness of what you want. You're actually repelling away what you want. And majority of people do this. I was notorious for this because my mind, the way my mind works is, and I've done my human design chart. I do this for my clients is the way my human mind works is that I'm always analyzing chess plays. It's just how I, it's, it's, it's something I thought was like bad and I've criticized myself because I'm supposed to be in the flow. And then I realized, but that's also my logical gift that I have. That's just because I, I can see things in a very logical process, very sequence type of thinking, how to do something. It's always systematic. And my mind just naturally will, will create that in many different ways. And I've learned to accept that. A lot of people say, you're in your mind too much. And I, I understand what they mean. A lot of spiritual teachers I've had, shamans I've worked with, um, shamans I know, um, different spiritual healers and teachers, they always say, you know, got to get out of the mind, got to get out of the mind. And I was always like, you know, but the mind can be a tool as long as you don't let it guide your way. 
But in this episode, what I want to talk about, what I used to do, and this is the thing, is when we share something that matters to us, when we are sharing something that, or sharing, wishing, praying, hoping for, um, setting a goal, the problem why these things will work, and this is the biggest criticism that people get from the law of attraction, is that you come from a place of lack. The problem is, is that you're looking at what you're missing in your life and not looking at what you want to feel and experience. What are the things you want to experience in this moment now? So let me break that down because it can sound confusing. So let's let's listen to an example. Let's say you're having relationship issues. You're not finding the right man, woman, partner, and you keep saying, you know what? This is what I want. So you go listen to somebody who's a relationship coach or someone who does you know, energy stuff and, and, and spiritual stuff, or whatever. And they're going to say, write down all the things that you want in a partner, which is the worst thing to do. And I used to recommend this. So trust me, I, I used to say that a lot until I realized, um, no, there's a different way of doing things because you're staying in the mind in some way. But and what ends up happening is, is you're looking at, or maybe you're in a relationship or maybe you're looking at all the relationships you have that you weren't having and you look at the lack, right? You're focusing on what you don't have or what you don't get. So let's say you're looking at, I want to have a relationship that's like this. Why? Because if you, once you ask that question, why? Like, why is that important to you? Why do you want that? What is behind that? Well, because I just, that would be great to have. Or because, you know, then it would be this and that. And, and whatnot. We can use this as money. I want to have $100,000 or a million dollar business. Well, why do you want to have a million dollar business? Well, because I like to have a million dollar business. I can buy things. I can enjoy things. I can do this. I can do that. Okay, that's great. But, um... You have a million dollars right now. No, lack, because you're only wanting what you don't have. Let me rephrase that. When it comes to prayer, when it comes to setting intention, when it comes to setting goals, working with the law of attraction, the biggest problem is, is you want what you don't have. And that goes against all the laws because you are already fulfilled and you are already complete. There is nothing wrong. There's nothing missing with you. There's nothing... There's no imperfections about you. You are perfect in who you are. So you're already complete. You already have everything you need within you. And the problem in the illusion of life is that we have to look outside ourselves. We look at the lack of what we don't have or what skills we lack or what that may be. And then we think we need that in order to achieve success, happiness, fulfillment, you name it. And this is why mental health is drastically, drastically, let me say that again, declining in America and other countries is because once again, we're looking outside ourselves instead of what's within. And so when we're coming to attract what it is that we want, we look at lack, you're only going to get what you focus on. You're only going to get what your energy and consciousness is coming from. It's the vibrational frequency of where you are. That's just the law. I don't make these things up. I just understood it, studied it. And realize that's what it is. It's just like as a chiropractor, what made me have appreciation to these things is there's laws to the body. There's laws in how the body works. That I understand. I can't change those laws. I'm not going to try to. There's a, this has been millions of years of evolution creating this. I'm not going to interfere with that at all. I know I can enhance. I know I can help with the flow of it better. And I just know the laws of the bodies are that. And I can't change those things around. And so when it comes to your life, it's very similar in those ways. But when we come from lack, we're missing the big picture. We're missing the things that are essential to us the most. 
And when we come from that lack, that's what you're going to attract. That's why the new coach you hire, that's why the new program you spend thousands of dollars on, you went to a weekend retreat with XYZ speakers, um, and you spent thousands of dollars on it, it's not working. Or you can have what happened to me, because I've had that first part, then I've had the second part, where they did work, but there was a gotcha at the end of it. Unfulfilled, unsatisfied, and unhappy. And I had to learn that in order to truly attract what it is that you want in your life, doesn't matter what, money, business, partner, better health, miraculous healing, you name it. You have to focus on the feeling. And you have to have that feeling represent where you are now in this time. Not someone of who you are in the future. Not someone who you are um, in the, I want to say in the past, but it's not going to make sense. So somewhere in the future. It's who you are now. You see, because energetically, mind, your mind, time travels. I've said this on the podcast before. I've shared this many times. You time travel. Your mind can time travel. It can go into the future and go into the past. I can have you think of what you got to do later today. And I can have you think of what you did yesterday. You just time traveled. So as easy as that is, and as simple as it sounds, simplicity is what really is when someone can share it in that simple of a way. Most of the time it's truth. And so what does that mean for you though? And how does this all have to do with attraction? How does all have to do with, you know, saying something, saying a prayer, having a wish, having a desire, and attracting it. You have to see yourself in it now. Whoever that future self of who you want to be, yeah, you think about it, then you bring it here. And when you bring it here in the present, you will feel something shift. You will feel something change. Your mood should elevate. You should get excited, maybe a little bit of bliss and joy, maybe some gratefulness or gratitude, right, comes through. So there's there's variance to this. Um, it's not just a one and done kind of a thing. It's not just here's what's going to show up and that's it. There is some figuring out because everyone's different. For me, I feel very grounded and there's just like this deep, like presence of truth and peace and clarity when I step into that space. And that's how I know. So when every morning I do my vision work, I do my meditation, my breath work and so forth, I will always tap in who's that vision of who I want to become. Who am I becoming? Who am I becoming? And then I change that to say, who am I? Who am I? Who am I now? And so I see that person of who that future self of me And I take it, and what I'm doing is I'm looking at a future timeline, and I bring that to the present. And this is who I am. You see, because when you want to make a radical change in your life, you can do it energetically. It happens instantaneously. When people are like saying, there's speakers that say this all the time. I've heard it thousands of times. You can change your life right now, instantaneously at this moment. You can do it. You have the power to change instantaneously, and your whole life will shift. Well, that's true to a certain degree. And I think there are some, we're in times of change to where we may see that happen faster. But one of the things I know about the laws is that that is true energetically, but there's still the law of gestation that comes into play. 
Law of gestation says that everything in the physical world has a gestational period to develop. So you look at a baby, it takes about nine, 10 months to be born. When you look at um, how long does it take to bake a cake, you know, it may take 30, 40 minutes. How long to make sourdough bread? It takes about an hour. How long to do this? It takes about this much time. Everything in the physical world has time. And so does your goals and visions and so forth. It doesn't happen instantaneously. As we shift, evolve, and expand, I think those times are going to happen shorter. But the point is, is that you, like a kid at three, four years old, goes into this imaginatory, imaginatory state of mind, and you don't look at time because time's an illusion. It's just chunks of some moments that we call time. And what ends up happening is, is you go into that future and bring it here. And now everything you do, how you act, how you talk, how you think, how you do all those things, you condition yourself and ask yourself, who would that future self of who I see myself as, how would they act today? And how can I bring more of that person in my reality today? Right? And when you start to do this, things start to shift and change. When I was younger in high school, I didn't realize I was doing that. I had a vision of myself. I didn't like to a certain degree of who I was. And I wanted to be this cool collective guy. And, you know, there's a stereotypes about Italians being hot-headed and all that. And that wasn't a hot-headed guy, but I wanted to come out being a very cool collective guy. And what ended up doing, not knowing all this stuff, just doing it intuitively, I started to see myself being that individual. I saw myself communicating with people and coming off in that way. And what ended up happening was, is when I started to maybe talking with friends, girls, you name it. I would put myself in that mental state, thinking that's who I am, acting now, and this is my new self that I'm going to create. And I did this multiple times in my life. When I moved away, um, that was Arizona State. When I came back, when I went to Dallas and came back, there was pivotal times in my life when I would come back home, they would be like, oh, I had a buddy of mine. I'll never forget. I went away. I was at, uh, I was at college in Dallas, and I come back to Chicago, and I'd be like, dude, I don't want drama in my life anymore. He's like, you keep attracting it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I am changing myself. This is who I'm becoming. This is how I'm going to And he would always try to like, he gave me a grief about it. And I appreciate him. I love him for it. Um, God rest his soul. Um, but it was one of those things that, it was one of the things that in that time though, I'll never forget it. And I was like, man, but I am making the changes. I'm trying, you know, I'm being that person who doesn't want that. I'm, I'm being as best as I can. Was it perfect? No, that's why I'm bringing up the story. It stinks when you're first doing it, man. It's, it, you're going you're gonna to fall back into old patterns. You're going to fall back to old thinking patterns. You're going to fall back into old reactionary patterns. But as long as you stick with and keep reminding you of yourself of that, it will slowly start to happen. And you shift your energy. You shift that whole perspective. You lead by the feeling. And that's the most critical thing I can tell you about everything. It's a feeling. It's not here in the mind. It is a feeling. Me, the way I work is I'll think about things and I'll sit and wait for the feeling to come. And if I don't get it, then I just keep looking and feeling and seeing where my mind's going to, my mind will always lead me to pay, like be aware or pay attention to something. And then the feeling will come and I'll go, yeah, that's right. And then my mind, cause what it is, is my heart leads the way really. My heart's the one, my, my feelings is what actually dictates it all. But my mind has to be in some way of kind of feeling like it is. So I kind of say like the heart's pulling the mind by the hand and saying, go ahead. It's like a kid at a, in a store. Go ahead and look and see what you like. Ooh, I like that. Mm, doesn't feel right. How about that? Mm, doesn't feel right. How about that? Mm, doesn't feel right. How about that? Ooh, yeah. Let me sit with that one for a minute. I like that a little bit here. 
And then all of a sudden I'm like, that's it. That feels good. That hits all the points, right? I feel grounded. I feel peace, calm. The centeredness kicks in. I just know that feeling. I've had it so many times in my life. This is where I need to go. And then we just go and you go with it. And so when it comes to, to wrap this up a little bit, when it comes to choosing what's going to work for you, don't look at what you don't have. Don't. Just who do you want to become? Who, what do you want to experience today? Who's that person that you want to develop to become? And what does that look like today and how you can become, be that person today? And tap into that feeling and see it here now. You are that person. And then start showing that. Start expressing that energy out. Start showing with the actions and how you respond to things rather than react. And remind yourself every day and visualize every day seeing yourself. And then you give gratitude to know that that experience is here. And it is, it is, you're shortening that gap every step of the way. And just know that feeling. Again, it's the feeling. It's a feeling of bliss. It's joy. It's peace. It's centeredness. It's calm. It's going to show up. Where does it show up in the body? Tap into that. Get into that feeling. Really come to that presence moment. Because when you start to look at what you want to experience and get excited about what you want to experience, rather than say, oh, I'd love to have more money because you know you don't have the money. Or I would love to have a better relationship. Oh my God, I would love to be in better shape because you know that you don't. You're always going to have the challenges and things come up to block you. Instead, it's like, oh my God, I would love, man, what would it it be like to see myself being extremely fit and shredded? Man, what would that experience be like? And then you start to get into that and see yourself in that way. What are the things, you know, you start going into that future self of seeing what, you know, that who you are, who you've become, and then what that person thinks like, how they react and all those types of things. And then you bring it here into the present and say, that's who I am. And then you start acting that way. This is where they became, this is where they said, you fake it till you make it. I, I really don't like that statement. What you're doing is you're just energetically, neurologically retraining your brain and hardwiring it to a whole new you. And that's where the whole how you have to act and how you have to respond and using tips and tricks and tools and having a coach per se, per se this is why I work on a lot of my clients with, to help them rewire their brain to help them get to be a new person and how they respond rather than react and also to see in every day of who they want to become in a three, four-year-old's mindset. And when we can come from that place at that three, four-year-old state, three, four-year-olds don't look at what they have as lack. They look at what they want to experience. And they say, oh, that would be fun. Let's go do this. Oh, that would be fun to have a tea party with daddy. Let's go do that. Oh, this would be fun. So like, you know, here's an example. Like today, my, my daughter's 18 months old. And, and it was one of those things where um, she didn't want to read a book with me. She wanted to be with mom. But then I took little Mr. Fox with me. I said, Mr. Fox is going to read with me. And Mr. Fox is going to read. And so I sat him on the couch. He sat next to me. Uh, it's one of her big stuffed animals. And I had the book next to me. And all of a sudden, she was like, hmm. I like to read with Mr. Fox. She didn't say that. Um, But she came up on the bed and said, okay, Mr. Fox, read. And so then I started having her read the Mr. Fox and it became this experience. And so, I mean, that's not typical. That's not really close to like the tea party kind of a thing. But that's where I'm trying to get your mind to is just you go like my my, my daughter wasn't thinking, oh, but I'd rather go do this instead of that. And so she was just like, oh, that seems like fun. Let's go do it. And it becomes that feeling, though, of what really comes within. Let the feeling guide you and always come from there first. And that will be the big game changer for you in your life. And then you're coming from a state of power because you're choosing what you want to experience, not because of what you don't have, but because this is what you want to experience. This is what you are choosing to experience and not accepting anything else. And you get into that feeling 
Again, it's joy, bliss, happiness, peace, calm, all those things. And from that moment, then what happens is you have gratitude. You say to future self into now, get excited, get excited that and have that it's here. It's in the present. This is who you are. Start to act that way, how they respond rather than react. Then you start to think the way that they do. How would they behave? How would they dress? How would they walk? How would they do all that? And you model that until it becomes you. And then rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And watch your life transform. Make that a challenge for you in 2024. I would love to see that happen. Um, I know I've, I'm doing this for myself, and I know it'll be huge for you also. So without any further ado, though, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Make sure you check out Beyond the Contrast. Get Go ahead and register before the free event ends, and you can't go check out any other of the talks. And you know, until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.